Welcome to Built to Scale e-commerce show with Darius and Justin. We are the founders of Ad Kings Agency, an industry-leading boutique e-commerce, Facebook ads, and omni-channel funnels growth agency. Our insights and expertise have helped to generate over $45 million in revenue and spent over $18 million on paid acquisition for our clients in the last year alone. In this podcast, we open up about the marketing and business development strategies and tactics we use to get these results. Hello, everyone. Happy Thursday. Since I'm recording Thursday, and uh, let's talk today how to set your team for success. And actually, today I'll be talking about topic OKRs, objectives and key results. So firstly, I'll share a little bit of my story, what were the issues, what were the struggles of ours. And then I'll do kind of a, a crash course on the OKRs, KPIs and similar things which I've present, been presenting to the team. But um, it nevertheless, uh, we used it in an agency. Definitely, I see that uh, very useful and necessary for any type of business. I've been doing quite a few consultations as well. I'll talk a little bit more about those as well. And I definitely think that every e-commerce business, and it actually even is very useful for personal activities and managing activities in your personal life. Surely about the issues and, and, and the problems that we were facing as an organization for quite some time. So as an agency, Officially, we operate for like two years and a half, almost two years and a half, and officially about a three years, actually. At the very beginning, we didn't have a lot of people whom we needed to manage, but now we are, I think, about 15 or 16 people, and uh, eventually we'll get to about like 20 and uh, we as co-founders, we want to get away from, you know, daily activities and, and processes and set the right things and, and actions for success. So people would take the ownership and they would lead the whole process and they would go towards a certain goals. I have this experience uh, with managing teams. I've managed teams from five to almost like 50 people. And I always knew and I had already different situations where actually we've been setting the goals and following those and, and so on and managing the projects from big to small ones. And this is what I needed and I knew that I we need to do from the very beginning. However, if I look back to you know to the last two years and what's been happening, last year we, we set goals, uh, particular goals, but most of our goals were around you know revenues of the agency. We came up with the vision and, and some other things. But if we talk about the goals, it was mainly several revenue, like a revenue goal and as well like the number of clients. And uh, other things were just irregular. So every quarter we were like checking how things are going. We were like reviewing wins, losses, you know, stop, start, continue, for example, as well. And we were doing some sprints, which helped us a lot as well to organize the whole team working towards like one project, for example, onboarding new clients. So how each channel would do it. And then we would put it in the project management system with all the tasks and subtasks and due dates and so on and assignees. But what eventually happened, to be honest, we plan those and then we lose those. 
So the issue is that we do not continuously track it. We are not reminded about those. And then, you know, from time to time, we go back to the goals and then, yeah, we just get reminded and that's pretty much it, which is not the best, you know, scenario. And you would definitely, if you want to set your team for success, you need to talk with the team, discuss, then discuss and bring some of the goals, then align, like set the goals, align on the goals, and then actually have tools and processes how you review those goals continuously. Every week, that's the best scenario. Every second week, at least. And uh, having those processes will make sure that, you know, you as a manager or as a CEO, you don't necessarily need to go each time and trace if people are doing something or not. But you would have uh, the process, the dashboards or so where you can come in and actually see what is the progress if we're meeting what we discuss or not really. So that was uh, an issue for, for us. Uh, people were setting their own goals, but they were like forgetting those. We were setting those, but only me and my partner were just following those and team weren't really involved in it. So it things went well, we, we grew and so on. But I would say it was always stressful and frustrating because you set the goals and then you kind of forget about it. And this often happens with others. And uh, let me just now give you a quick crash course, what we're now using. And I think you'll, you'll find a lot of benefits uh, around. Definitely, it won't be too much into details, but I think you'll get a, a pretty good impression of how the OKRs uh, could work for you. If you want to know more about you know, OKRs, definitely you can. There's a lot of good tools, blogs, YouTube videos, and so on, which will give you a very good information and everything more in details than I will do today. But very quickly, in this OKRs in the system, which is behind, will help you to track everything on a weekly basis because everything is there already. It took me quite some time to get gather all the information, to educate myself. I've read a, a few books. I did several consultations as well with others and not just not to do any particular big mistakes as well while implementing this. So what is the OKR? So it stands for Objectives and Key Results. So this is the methodology, kind of a system for setting, cascading and communicating goals through your organization. OKRs bring focus because they make easy for companies, departments, and teams to recognize what the current priorities are and align the uh, employees or team with their objectives. And uh, very quickly, there is a, a lot of uh, often a big misunderstanding what is the difference between KPI and OKR, which we'll cover very shortly. But uh, what is the difference between objective and key result? And we'll very shortly dive into what is a good objective and what is a, a bad objective or bad key result or so. Objectives are, you know, something that are memorable and have a qualitative description of what you want to achieve. Those should be very short, inspirational, and engaging. Those should motivate and challenge the team. And objectives set for predetermined time frame could be, you know, three months, could be, you know, the whole year, half a year, but it has a specific period of time. And key results, usually like each objective have three to five key results. The less is better, I would say. And key results are a set of metrics that measures your progress towards those objectives. So 
rephrasing it, it's kind of a steps and things that you will do in order to reach that objective. So for each objective, you should have, you know, as I said, two, you know, three to five key results. If you have more than that, people will tend to forget that you shouldn't, you shouldn't have more than that. And again, key results shouldn't be tasks. And we'll very quickly talk about, you know, tasks and so on. Now, the benefits of the key results, I, I think some of those are already obvious just because I've talked about the struggles of our agency and what I see with others as well. And I think everyone as a manager goes through a similar phase and definitely you will go if you will be growing as a team. But the benefits of the OKRs, it is agility. So short goal cycles enables faster adjustment, better adaptation and uh, increase innovation and reduce risk and, and, and waste. The other big thing I would say is alignment and cross-functional operations. So it helps to improve collaboration between teams and even, you know, solving interdependencies and uh, unifying, you know, competing initiatives as well. Now, way clear communication. There's like more transparency. It's like way simpler, you know, to align the team, enable the team to understand the goal and the priorities for the organization and how individually they can contribute to it. Employees engagement as well, you know, setting the goals and involving your your employees actually decide on what's important and how they can actually contribute will definitely and will make uh, your team way more engaged. Autonomy and accountability, uh, you know, team receive a clear direction and are free to choose how to achieve their OKRs. So this is the beauty as well. You're not necessarily the one who's setting everything. OKR is uh, people can decide what they need to do. And initiatives that you will be doing can change because if the initiative is not working and you're not hitting the key results that you need to hit, there are other ways how you can go to it as well and reach it. People are responsible uh, for their objectives and with a clear success criteria, they know, they know to the whole team, everyone are focused on, on, on the goal. And as I said, there are multiple ways how you can get here. Focus and discipline and bolder goals. Doubling on OKRs from is, is something that would be very helpful. And uh, actually, it's coming from uh, from Google, if I'm not mistaken. So Google have been using stretch goals, which are really, really challenging goals and something that the OKR should be. It should be something that, as I said, it should be bold, challenging, and motivating. If they're reaching their OKRs very easily, that's not a good OKR at the end of the day. Now, very quickly, which uh, what I wanted to share, what is a good objective? And um, so the good objective should, uh, you know, help to achieve company's goal. As I said, it should be inspiring, motivating and challenging. It should move company forward. It has to have uh, a time frame. And as I said, the objective shouldn't be easy and objectives are not projects. That's really important. Objective is something we'll, we'll dive into and I'll give you a few examples of the objectives. Now, what does a good key result have? So the key result is a key result. So it's not just a, a regular different things that you would be doing or measuring. So it should be a key result, the most important one. It should be quantifiable and measurable. If it doesn't have a number, it's not a good key result. That's uh, straightforward like this. It should lead to the objective 
And it should be difficult, but not impossible. And it is not a task or activity for sure. Now, a few examples. For instance, what could be a good objective? Again, objective is most of the time could be way broader and could be more generic. So, and as an example, create an awesome customer experience. This is something that is motivating, engaging, and, you know, inspirational. But now how you will, you know, create an awesome uh, customer experience, you need to measure it. So what could be a good key results? So improve net promoter score from 3 to, let's say, 4.5. Increase repurchase rate from 5 to 15%. Maintain customer acquisition costs under $15. This, these are a good key results. Now, one more example, let's say objective, drive up your monthly recurring revenues to the next level. Now, key result could be is increased number of closed customers from 600 to 900, increase average subscription from 200 to 300 per month, and increase retention rate from 90% to you know, 95% for the last 90 days. So these are a, f- a few examples and definitely there's like way more it could be, you know, not only for the agency OKRs are used for the departments as well, like marketing, customer support and, uh, you know, your product development team or so. Now, I want to cover just a couple of additional things, which I think you'll you'll find useful. A common mistakes, I've, I've mentioned that, but usually a common mistakes are um, non-measurable key results. So don't turn your OKRs into task lists. OKRs should be value-based because we want to a results-focused culture and not the one focused on tasks. And if you did all your tasks and nothing improved, that's not a success. You can do whatever, but if if the end result, you know, as a as a certain X amount of revenues or sales are not yet there, so it doesn't really matter if you did everything, you know, all the tasks. So if you did all your tasks but they got you nowhere, that's not a success. So it, it should not be an activity based result like create an engaging program or develop new landing pages. For example, how you can change it to value-based key results, improve employees' engagement from X to Y instead of uh, activity-based results would be just to create an engaging program, which is not really measurable. And what's your end goal is just creating a program or you're solving a certain solution which can be measured. Now, it's not about developing new landing pages, but let's say what you can say and how you can measure is you can create a landing page with what's your end result. So maybe it is generate, you know, certain marketing qualified leads, X amount of leads from, you know, those new landing pages or increase the lead conversions from, I don't know, 1% to 3% or reduce the customer acquisition costs from say $15 to $10. And not necessarily you will need the free landing pages. Maybe you'll just need two landing pages and then just test those. Another common mistake might be including tasks as key results. So objectives are for what we want to achieve, key results, how we are going to measure the progress. And then the next layer, like a third layer, are initiatives. What we're going to do to reach the OKRs, like a project, tasks, and activities. 
And it's important to understand that we will need to track the delivery of the initiatives as well. Without them, we will not able to achieve our OKRs, but initiatives are just bets and have to change if the numbers are not improving. So tasks and projects is a separate thing. And definitely you'll have those in, in, in place. Now, the, the last few things what I wanted to, to mention would be what's the difference maybe between you know the KPI and the, the OKR. So very shortly, OKRs is something that you would do for improvement and growth. And KPIs, key performance indicators, would be something that you would be doing to retain the quality or the processes that you're da- doing that daily or weekly. So it's something that you know you want to do for maintenance. And the OKR is something that you want, as as you hear heard already, you know, you want to grow, to improve, to make it better. You know, the last things that I wanted to mention is uh, how the typical cycle of OKRs look. And I, I stressed a lot about following those, for example. So very surely the whole cycle. At the very beginning of the year, for instance, uh, you know, the company should define the high-level strategy, strategic OKRs, preferably be with input from the team. Then the executive team validates the company OKRs and gather the feedback from the team. Teams develop the tactical OKRs. Then teams map the interdependencies and ensure alignment with other teams and initiatives. Teams have weekly check-ins to track the results because you thought about the tactical ones, the strategic ones uh, together with, uh, you know, with a, with a higher level team or like with your leaders or strategists or whatever. Then you discuss those things uh, and get the feedback from other team members and try to implement that feedback. Then you think of the tactical activities, what you know individuals or departments should do. And then those departments and individuals have to align. So this is how everything is done. And now you have the OKRs for a year and maybe you know your first quarter. And then you would be tracking and doing the check-ins on the results and actions, preferably weekly. For companies using OKRs, it's a common to review OKRs half way down the quarter during the midterm OKR review because uh, often it happens that you know the whole quarter ended and maybe you you got lost in the process. So a mid-quarter review is very uh, something that could be very useful to be honest just to check if maybe some of the initiatives that people that people are doing within a half one and a half month have changed so you actually need to reorganize yourself in order to, to hit the quarter OKRs and then at the end of a cycle you can have a quick retrospective lessons learned and start over meeting so the simplest way is to conduct the retrospective start stop continue format meeting in this model, each team member is asked to identify specific things that the team should start doing, stop doing, continue doing. And OKRs that haven't been achieved in the previous cycle are reevaluated and then can be included in the next quarter or this discarded if they're no longer necessary. And now on, we have a, a dashboard where people come in and actually put their check-ins. So how the check-in uh, could look like, what type of things you could be doing. So a few 
guiding activities that you can do is uh, check the OKR progress. What changed in the key results since the last check-in? Then the confidence level. Uh, so with information that you have today, how confident that you are that you will reach each key result. You can be scoring, you know, green, yellow, red, for example. Impediments, what is slowing down you or the team and um, why you might not reach it. And then initiatives, evaluating initiatives, what are we going to do to improve the results? So these are, you know, four questions and four different themes that you can ask in order to evaluate where you are right now. So very quick crash course that I did on, on the OKRs. I hope that you found it helpful. It's definitely just a tip on an iceberg. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff happening, but definitely I have gone a lot into this and I've spent a lot of time educating myself and now educating team. And it will definitely take time. It usually takes at least a few quarters and or even maybe, you know, the, the whole year once the whole team understands the whole process and uh, all the benefits. But just don't do our, our mistakes and uh, set your team for success with OKRs. And, you know, eliminate yourself from the process. Your team is good enough potentially, you know, to to go for the goals and do the improvements. And what's really important is not to focus only on the tasks and initiatives, but see the actual key results and uh, the results that they would be bringing to the team. Enjoying this podcast? Consider subscribing and sharing it with your friends. This helps us to grow and create more amazing content like this for you.